Hello and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information services provider for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at over 200 multinationals by providing them with research, analytical tools and data that help power their emerging market business strategies. Today we'll discuss how pricing strategies for multinationals are changing in an environment of high currency volatility and rising competition and what companies should do to adapt. My name is Sedge Babra and I will be moderating today's podcast. Joining me for today's conversation from FSG's London office is Martina Botodieva, head of our research for Europe, Middle East and Africa division. As a reminder, this research and all of our content is available via our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. Martina, thank you for joining us today. So, if I'm the head of Europe, Middle East, Africa, or any region for a multinational company, what can you tell me about what my price should actually be for my product or services? <laughs> That's the million-dollar question, but unfortunately, we really shouldn't be answering that question for you. Um, most of the multinationals that we work with are excellent at uh, setting their prices, um, except in, in the current environment, really. So it shouldn't be up to us to, uh, to give you the answer to that question, but uh, we'd like to empower you to get to the right answer on your own. No, exactly. And, and it's interesting because, you know, despite the fact that companies do have very robust processes, you know, we are getting a lot of questions from our clients about uh, pricing, and, and it is becoming an increasingly challenging and complex issue for multinationals. So, you know, what, why is that the case? I mean, what, what is it that companies are struggling with right now? Because, you know, as I say, they are in, engaging in pricing activities at the moment. So what's new? What's different? So what's new and what's different are uh, two types of trends. So one is pretty quick moving and pretty recent. For the past 18 months or so, we've seen very substantial currency volatility and in particular depreciations of a lot of emerging market currencies that have been quite big and quite rapid. And because it's happened in a lot of different countries, simultaneously, it has really disrupted a multinational's ability to make price adjustments in an ad hoc way. Uh, you know, when you have this happening to you in 10 different markets within the scale of two months, you really are looking at a much more systemic issue. Um, compounding that are some of the slower moving trends that are becoming more prominent. They've been around for a while, but they are exacerbated by this currency volatility. So you have rising competition, uh, especially from emerging market multinationals. We also have slowing growth in a lot of emerging markets, which is making customers locally, whether it's consumers, governments, businesses, much more price sensitive, which is putting downward pressure on multinationals um, uh, pricing. And then uh, in some cases, you also have local partners or distributors who are the ones executing pricing in certain situations that are under pressure uh, from some of these uh, slowing growth trends as well as the currency volatility itself. We actually surveyed our clients on this topic and we found that um, 83.1% of the companies we work, we surveyed said that they experienced substantial currency volatility um, in markets within their portfolio in the past 12 months. And 88.3% of them said that currency volatility had the greatest impact on their pricing in the past year. So, so really you've got this confluence of, of impacts. 
Yeah, so I mean, currency volatility and amongst you know some of the other sort of challenges you described, such as the rising competition, etc. I mean, this exacerbates um, or this sort of ca- described the characteristics of emerging markets so well, and you know some of the challenges that executives are facing. So, as it relates to pricing specifically for emerging markets, for multinationals? I mean, what does it actually mean for them then? Well, it means that uh, normally uh, multinationals will be dealing with these situations on an ad hoc basis. So they will be making one-off decisions and hoping that once they make that decision, things stabilize and they can go back to their plan, as it was initially said. Um, You also have a situation where, because these are typically very tactical decisions and very ad hoc decisions, you might have these decisions run by, say, the finance function or even controllers. where those people are involved, they have a specific agenda, which tends to be uh, improving receivables. And that can actually undermine your broader strategic objectives in the market, for instance, uh, maximizing market share. So ad hoc decisions can, over time, add up to uh, something that damages your business, even if it maximizes short-term financial performance. Okay, understood. So this probably resonates very well with, with a lot of our listeners who are dealing with emerging markets. But you know, as I say, companies have robust pricing policies in place already. So, you know, are we saying that these policies that I'm sure have been very successful for our clients are just not sufficient for emerging markets? Well, a lot of pricing emanates from headquarters in the home market and is then rolled out into emerging markets, in some cases with some adaptation, in other cases with a view towards systematic um, consistency basically. And so when you've got emerging market conditions that are so different from home market conditions, you do have some of these processes not being good enough. We found that they fall short in four main ways and different companies have different shortages in those. Uh, One is lack of flexibility. And by flexibility, we mean the ability to relatively quickly and relatively effectively integrate shifts in the local conditions in the markets into your pricing strategy. So less about how quickly you make a change or how often you make a change, but more are you responsive when a change is necessary and how well are you able to respond. Um, There's also, in some cases, too much centralization in deciding on on pricing strategies. And we do know that local markets are different uh, and those dynamics have to be reflected in the decisions. Um, And sometimes they also don't involve uh, all the right people. For example, we found that supply chain is chronically underutilized as an important resource in making pricing decisions that are about more than just the price in certain cases. Um, And then sometimes companies also don't incentivize on what they're actually trying to accomplish as it relates to pricing. So you've got that mismatch as well. So even if you have the right uh, process, though, you also need to start with the right objectives. So what are you actually trying to accomplish? Okay, now that makes sense. I think those four um, attributes you described are pretty pretty logical. But, you know, I guess pricing is, is you know, predominantly a function of three things, right? So one is making sure that you have the right margins in place for the company and to protect that. Two is to um, that you have the right market share, and then three, you know, particularly we're dealing with um, in a lot of countries where um, currencies are not being traded in in the in the com- company's home currency is a translation. And so, you know, if a company is has a pricing strategy that has all three of those components in place, then wh- wh- where does this sort of process fall down then, as it relates to emerging markets specifically? Yeah. So, in a lot of cases, uh, certainly in the past. 
companies were able to deliver on all three, right? So reasonable translation into home currency, good market share, and good good margin as well. And, and that was supported uh, by uh, growth in emerging markets and s- relatively strong local currencies, especially in commodity exporters who were benefiting from the growth in commodity prices, uh, and also by just expansion in emerging markets that was very fast and it was able to sustain both growth in terms of uh, revenue and good profitability. We're in a different set of conditions right now. And so there are markets where um, you actually have to make trade-offs between these three. And uh, those trade-offs are quite painful and very difficult to decide around, of course, because you're sacrificing something that has been um, uh, has been delivered in the past. And you have to make decisions that uh, might hurt your short-term performance in one way or another. Um, and so we find that the multinationals aren't always making clear trade-offs between uh, translation, market share and profitability. And in doing so, they're actually giving guidance to local teams that is somewhat impossible to implement um, and leads to a lot of confusion when setting prices because you are actually trying to combine things that are impossible to combine and it results in dilution and overall results. Okay, so, you know, if we need to make trade-offs against, you know, say two out of those three components of the the pricing um, sort of triangle, if you like, if we need to um, think about ways to improve the processes, you know, for example, you mentioned before that, you know, it can be too centralized or it's not flexible enough and so on and so forth. It sounds like the way to address this problem is to do a complete overhaul, a revamp of the pricing process in an organization, which is sounds like a lot of work, quite frankly, and I'm yeah. not sure how feasible that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't think that would be necessary in the vast majority of multinationals because what we found is that companies have things that work and they work well, but there are specific gaps, whether that's in the process, whether that's in who is involved in making decisions, whether it's in setting those priorities in a much more rigorous way where each one of them can improve. And so most of the time, it will not be about revamping anything really from scratch and much more about identifying areas where your business can improve and uh, filling in those gaps. And we've seen a lot of companies taking very specific tactics and strategies to um, improve elements of how their pricing works to make it uh, much more effective in this environment. Okay, now that's that's helpful. And so I know this is um, this podcast has been recorded on the back of the um, sort of the survey and the research and the analysis you did on the pricing research um, that's just been uh, sort of published now and it's available on our portal. But you know, tell us a little bit about how a client should use this piece because it is a, a pretty comprehensive document and has a lot of information there. But what's the most effective way, and and, and how would this report help in, in one of our clients today? Yeah, so the report um, includes a number of things that would be helpful. It includes benchmarking data to help you assess how you rank around um, pricing strategies compared with other multinationals. We polled about seventy-seven clients for this globally, so across Asia Pacific, across LATAM, and EMEA. As well. Um, it also includes some frameworks, and I think we discussed the gist of a few of them uh, to help rethink the process and the implementation of pricing in emerging markets, as well as some future trends that are going to be affecting your pricing strategies. And then it looks at case studies of how have companies actually dealt with these problems. Some of those case studies are around process. So, what do some good processes look like uh, in setting prices? And also uh, specific pricing tactics themselves. So, if you're looking for a really tactical solution to a very tactical pricing problem, um, then there is uh, there there are some interesting ideas there as well that we source from our large client base. 
Excellent. No, thank you very much. So, so this report is going to really help drive alignment sort of up and down the organization. I think it will help companies identify and address the root causes of pricing. You know, as I mentioned, sort of somewhat tongue in cheek at the outset, you know, we're not going to be able to tell you exactly what the price should be. No one can predict exactly what the, the currency may be in the future as well. But it's really helping you and helping our listeners think about and what are the frameworks, what are the best practices, case studies, and so on, to address some of those tactical questions in a more strategic manner. Yeah, and and frankly, sometimes a pricing problem has a solution that is not a pricing solution. So that's one thing we found, which is sometimes your pricing problem will be solved by a better channel management. Sometimes customer segmentation can actually give you very clear guidance on uh, exactly what kind of pricing strategy you should pursue. And so what we've also found is that, well, uh, of course, we look at pricing as such, Pricing then feeds into the rest of commercial execution. And sometimes the solutions are not about setting the right price, but about improving how your business runs in another element of it. Absolutely. And you hit on a point there because sometimes the solution is, first of all, identifying what is the pricing problem yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and getting alignment internally on, you know, is there a problem or not in the first place, which goes back to that strategy around, you know, the trade-offs between margin, market share and translations. Excellent. Well, Martina, thank you very much for this discussion. Um, And as a reminder to all of our clients, you can access this research and all of our research via our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com or by contacting your client services director directly. This concludes our podcast for now. And until next time, we wish you great outperformance in your emerging markets.